Well, her inspiring message and incredible voice is a gift that Donna Corey Gibson shares with so many through her music. And it's a gift well, that she only uses to glorify God and draws closer to the Lord. Now, a unique opportunity is coming up on Sunday, April 2nd at Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Vancouver, a benefit concert for Regina Chaley Academy is welcoming Donna Corey to share her voice with all of us. And I am so honored this morning. Well, Donna Corey Gibson is with us today. Hello, Donna. Thank you so much for joining us on the Morning Blend. Hey, good morning. My pleasure. Well, we are just so excited to play host to you. In fact, as we were preparing for our interview, I shared with you that my husband is a permanent deacon, and we are, in fact, parishioners at Holy Redeemer Church. So I just know how excited the community is to welcome you, and so many here in the Portland area, too. Of course, we listen to your beautiful Divine Mercy Chaplet on the air every week. So I was very surprised when getting things ready that you... You really started out in secular music, but God said, nope, your voice is a gift I've given to you, and I want to use it to glorify me. Kind of tell our listeners how you started in one direction and how God's path led you in another. Well, I think it was Our Lady. She had her thumb on me from a very young age. And before I left for New York, (laughs) I went ahead and I read some books on her apparitions. It started with a Fatima Crusade book that I found in the back of a church. So you never know what your little act of kindness and your little evangelization, you might not be able to speak, but you can leave little pamphlets and booklets, and you just never know who's going to read it. And me, as a young 21-year-old, I read the Fatima story for the first time, and I was very affected by it. And so I kept Our Lady with me very close. I read more of her apparitions, started wearing a miraculous medal, and, and I moved to... New York, again, my name is Donna Marie, so that's the Lady Mary, named for Mary. I was baptized in the Feast of Mount Carmel. So I wanted to pursue secular music, because ever since I was a little kid, that's all I did. I sang with Pavarotti, sang in a punk rock band, recorded three albums before I even moved to New York. I had a production deal with a producer from Arista Records, the same label as Whitney Houston, and I got out of that recording contract because... I didn't like the music. Wow. <laughs> didn't res- and he just let me out, and I started writing my own thing. And, you know, party tunes, just everybody likes to cut loose on a Friday night, you know, dance or whatever, or love songs. Everybody loves a good love song. But really, I I found that love songs were, they're so idealistic, nobody can really um, meet that mark except Jesus. And, and party tunes, while not evil they're not good either they're a distraction from the one true goal which is to love god with all your heart all your mind all your soul and all your strength and i realized what i was doing was distracting or lukewarm and you know the scripture i would rather you be hot or cold but since you are lukewarm i will spit you out of my mouth and i did not want to be spit out of the lord's mouth so i decided to stop writing songs uh, that would distract people from the goal of heaven and you know, because the enemy would just love to keep us distracted and so that we forget why we're here. And we are here as a church militant to win souls, to get to heaven and to bring as many souls with us as possible. So I decided to start singing prayers. Uh, that way a prayer gets stuck in your head and then you're singing it all day long and you're affecting eternity all day long. Hopefully, if you're paying attention, you're you you got your mind in the right direction and you're maybe keeping the presence of God even while you're working. And um, 
it's a great way to evangelize. I, I mix it up being Catholic. It's, it's a very seasonal thing. We have a month of Mary, so we got Mary songs in May, and we got Christmas and Advent, and then I have Lenten songs. So right now I'm, I'm touring. I'm doing a lot of Way of the Cross concerts on Fridays and Sundays, uh, uh, past, uh, concerts around the country. And then ordinary time, I sing about our Catholic faith, why we believe Jesus is true presence in the Eucharist, why we pray to Mary, what's really going on during Mass, uh, purgatory, saints, all those kind of Catholic things. And I have songs for each of those, so yeah. I, I mix that up, and that would be an our Catholic faith concert. And so seasonally, depending, you know, what program the Church wants, I, I'll offer that. And I even started giving uh, ladies retreats on the one thing necessary. Now, if Jesus looked you in the face and said, there's only one thing you need to do. You'll be like, oh, tell me. Oh, right. Right? <laughs> and that is prayer. Because he taught, said that to Martha. Martha, you are so distracted by so many things and anxious, but there's only one thing necessary. And Mary has chosen the better part, and she will not be deprived of it. And what was Mary doing? She was sitting at the Lord's feet, listening to him. Mm. Just in his presence constantly. And so I, my, what I want to do is encourage people to pray, and not just pray with words, but to be silent. And at a retreat, I'll, I teach um, prayer in the Carmelite tradition, as I learned from Doctor of the Church, Teresa of Avila. Um, and so that would be like a Saturday retreat thing for the ladies. Actually, I've done it for men, too. <laughs> I just call it something different. Oh, than- Sure. Instead of keeping a merry spirit throughout a Martha day, I call it the one thing necessary. And uh, people don't hear that message very often. And if, if it is the one thing necessary, we should all do it. So that's what I, that's what I do. I sing prayers, and I'm happy to do it for the rest of my life. Oh, well, we are so happy to be able to be recipients of that gift of that beautiful voice. In fact, coming up, you can see Donna Corey Gibson live at Holy Redeemer Catholic Church on Palm Sunday. Well, you've done so many recordings. Donna, what was the very first religious recording that you were able to produce? How long ago was that? Oh my goodness, that was in 1995. Really? And and, and some of the songs from that album, I'm still singing today, and they're still bestsellers. They're still intimate, like Lovely Lady Dressed in Blue. Everybody loves that song. uh, Jesus' True Presence in the Eucharist song called Trust in Me is on my very first one. And the Golden Arrow Prayer, I don't know if you're familiar with the Golden Arrow Prayer. Oh, for sure, yes. So my label, my record label, is Golden Arrow Music, because I want all the prayers I do to be a a bomb of reparation to the two hearts of Jesus and Mary. So I I had to sing the prayer, and I even put that on my program so people can sing along with me when I do an Our Catholic Faith concert. I talk about Jesus' true presence in the Eucharist. I sing the Trust in Me, which is on the first CD, and then we go into the Golden Arrow when we sing together reparation prayer, maybe make a spiritual communion there, sing that too as well. And uh, when I was trying to promote that one, I, I sent it up to some Marian conferences that were going around the country. And um, one of the guys, he, he, he let me sell it in his bookstore, but then I was supposed to sing that weekend, and um, she wasn't able to make it. She was going to sing the rosary. So he asked me, can you sing the rosary? And I was taught to always say yes and figure it out later. <laughs> but actually, I had <laughs> sang the rosary. Because when I was in New York, I had a, an hour commute from from Jersey to the city or from Long Island to the city. And I always played my rosary in the car like everybody else. 
And so one day I decided to sing it. And so I had this great melody, and I, I remember feeling all tickled inside, thinking, oh, I bet Our Lady loves this, as I sang the rosary. And, you know, it takes twice as long. That's why St. Augustine says singing is praying twice, right? Because it takes twice as long. That's but right. Anyway, so I had it, so all I had to do was record it real fast. I sent it to him, and he he loved it. He said, I want you to come sing it for our conference. And then everybody wanted a copy, so I had to record it. And that's been the mainstay of this music from the beginning, is, is the rosary. It's helped me keep going and, and finance all the other CDs, and it's all because of Our Lady. Oh, Donna, we have a saying here at Mater Day Radio, a radio station that was started because a group of people wanted to pray the rosary on the air, that yeah. we don't always get what we want, but Our Lady always provides what we need. And Absolutely. We are just... I call her my pushy Jewish mother in heaven. Ah. <laughs> she just twisted my arm. Our mama in heaven, it. for sure. Uh-huh. Well, Donna, we are so excited to have you join us here in the Pacific Northwest. I'd love to talk a little bit more about your concert that is coming up, but I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue our discussion in the next half hour? Absolutely. Well, I am continuing now my conversation with the wonderful Donna Corey Gibson. Of course, you might be familiar with her wonderful CDs, some of which you hear right here on Mater Day Radio. Well, an opportunity is coming up just around the corner on April 2nd. Donna Corey Gibson will be right here in the Pacific Northwest at Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Vancouver, offering a very special concert, one that's going to benefit one of our great Catholic schools in the area. Donna staying with me through the break because, well, we just had a lot to talk about. Good morning, Donna. Thanks for staying with me. Absolutely. What's, what's better to do than talk about the Lord, right? Right. Well, isn't that what lifts us up and inspires us so much? And while uh, so many are looking forward to this conference, you're so many of us are looking forward to this concert and welcoming you to the area. It's Palm Sunday, that little break as we enter into this uh, holy week of Easter as we come through the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord. And we get this little break to celebrate and welcome Christ on that Palm Sunday. So tell our listeners a little bit about how even in the middle of Lent, that time where we're repentant and sorrowful, that we can still look to the Lord with joy and love and rejoicing. Well, absolutely. That's uh, exactly what joy in our heart is supposed to be, is keep thinking of the future, of our eternity in heaven, that's our joy, and that having that vision helps us to endure the sorrows and the crosses of this life. And remembering that throughout Palm Sunday and Passion Week is actually a great reminder of what we should be thinking of. So when I'm going to be giving the concert... um, I'm going to be talking about that joy and that hope, the receiving of the life of Jesus' true presence in the Eucharist, what they asked me to to sing about. And um, so I already shared a little bit about what I do for that. And then divine mercy, because that's the hope of life everlasting. God wants everybody to get to heaven. And he's like a beggar, a, a a lover and a beggar. He just wants us to love him back. And he gives us everything if we just, Say yes to him. And he shows us his love through the passion. Because love is not warm and fuzzy feelings. War- love is sacrifice. 
And, you know, they might say, people might say, well, what's the secret of a happy marriage is communication, but it's not. It's sacrifice. Being willing to give up your will for that of another, being willing to lay down your life for that of another. And Jesus demonstrates that perfectly for us in the Passion for this uh, Holy Week. And then why? So that we can be with Him forever in heaven, enjoy in eternity, and bring so many souls with us as we go. Oh, and you just think about the choirs of angels that will be singing his praises. It's just wonderful that we get perhaps a little taste of heaven if you were to attend the upcoming concert. Well, Donna, just for our listeners who maybe just are tuning in, let us know a little bit about how that concert will run, because along with your inspiring and beautiful voice, you do share a message along with us. It is coming up on April 2nd. It begins at 3 o'clock. It's that hour of divine mercy. Is that where you're going to begin? You know what? Probably, probably because it is three o'clock. I'll probably start with the three o'clock prayer. I like to explain to people um, why we pray the three o'clock prayer and that Jesus attaches a little promise to that and then makes them want to pray it even more. So we'll pray that. Um, and then we'll I'll probably talk about the five points of the divine mercy devotion as the nuns from Poland asked me to. So uh, I have to honor them and share that I'm not allowed to just share, uh, just sing the chaplet but I have to explain the devotion and all it, the chaplet is only one of the five points so I will share the five points and well um, one of them is trust mm. and so then with the trust I sing that trust in me song that I was just telling you about our um, last segment and we'll talk about Jesus's true presence in the Eucharist and scripture for why we believe Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist, and, and what a wonderful thing it is that He is truly present in the Eucharist, and He's with us always. And, and so I just try to share my, my love for Jesus' true presence with others so that they can catch it, catch the fire, and want to spend more time with Him and really have everything, because that is the one thing necessary, is to spend the time with Him. And, and why not with Him where He is? Because He's not just spirit, but he's spirit and flesh, just like you and me, we're spirit and flesh. And he stays with us. He found a way to stay with us in, you know, in the flesh. So we could actually go and be with him and sit at his feet, just like Mary at Bethany did. And so I, I it's my hope that I can just communicate a, a fire of love for, for the Lord and that really nothing else matters except loving God and loving others for the sake of God so that they could to heaven as well. Mm. Amen to that. Oh, Donna, I can't help but just smile listening to you. And I am really looking forward again to this concert event coming up on April 2nd. Well, before we go, Donna, I would love for you to remind our listeners about where your web page is, because there there's also so many resources that you just offer to those who uh, are interested. And also there's ways for them to connect with you that perhaps maybe a ministry or a parish would love to host you to one of their retreats or concert. Also, where can they find all that information? At my website, DonnaCorey.com. Corey is spelled C-O-R-I. And while you're there, you can listen to lots of music that I have, watch some videos, and you can get some free music downloads for yourself. I'll send you two of my very best songs 
right to your email if you are interested. Oh, that would be absolutely perfect because, boy, if this was like on one of those old CDs or tapes, I think that many people would probably wear them out for sure. Well, we are just just so excited. And uh, Donna, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it, and we look forward to having you here in Vancouver. Can't wait. I'll see you then. So again, that is Donna Corey Gibson. That concert coming up April 2nd. It is Palm Sunday. It begins at 3 o'clock at Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Vancouver. Adult tickets are $10 for children. It's 5 but no family's going to be paying more than $30 because that is the maximum they were going to charge. You can also find out all the information that Donna was just talking about on her webpage and also the event. You're gonna, I'm going to add those links to the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.